chopped off heads, thick heads and blood. To me, riffs are fucking timeless. You've got generations of people going to see them. It's our best album so far. The fans have been asking for it. They've been asking for it for years. I would listen to it over and over and over again today. It's like music we play, man. You're either going to like it or not. There are satanic bands. Some of them really aren't. We're playing the craziest drunken debauchery show we've played probably ever. It is not a condition to be doing a podcast. You're listening to The Great Metal Debate Podcast. Hey, metal fans. This is Robert, a.k.a. Gomthog Metallicus, coming back to you with another episode of The Great Metal Debate Podcast. So I'm recording this as I drive up I-65 north of uh, Louisville, Kentucky, uh, headed up to a show in Indianapolis, Indiana, going to see... Heavy Hell 3, which is being held at uh, Black Circle Brewing Company. Uh, this one should be a real banger, man. Uh, there's like 17 different bands, 17, 18 bands. Uh, over the course of one day, this isn't a multi-day fest, but one day, one bill, and the headliners, Black and Roll Degenerates Midnight, uh, who I'm expecting will be playing well past midnight, up past my bedtime. So I haven't been, and again, I am on the road, so maybe some some uh, uh, switching lanes here and uh, pauses. Uh, I haven't been up to Indy for a show in almost a year. Uh, and that trip, I had just gotten a COVID vaccine uh, booster shot and wasn't feeling very hot by the end of the evening. Uh, today, I'm not anticipating uh, injections weighing me down, uh, just planning to get hydrated and rock to out to some killer tracks and bands uh, in addition to just having fun listening to music maybe taking some photos i've got an interview with the guys in any uh death metal band obscene and i expect that interview should already be up and uh, released by the time that you hear this so please check it out those guys in obscene I think that's it for right now. I'm going to check back with you after the show. I'm going to give you my thoughts about the event and bands. Until then, uh, here's one of the bands that I'll be seeing this evening. St. Louis uh, Outfit Bastard with Hellfire and Steel from their album Rotten Blood. Under night. 
Hotel after attending Heavy Hell 3 uh, Black Circle Brewing uh, in Indy. Uh, let's see, where to begin? Uh, first, just the atmosphere tonight. I, I, I got here uh, in the afternoon right after 1, and, uh, you know, it was right after the first band was supposed to begin, and I thought that was going to be too early as far as um, getting there for the event, but I was way wrong. The parking lot was completely full even at that early hour. Uh, folks were parked all the way back down the side street, and I, I was just amazed at the number of folks who were there early to see, you know, honestly, less acclaimed local acts, and I really think that speaks to the metal scene here in Indy and the passion of the fans. Yeah, I've talked about this before, but there's a tour circuit for those you know, big-name acts that generally follows the coastlines and across the major markets in the Great Lakes. And Indy is one of those cities, a big city, but that's not on that path, that tour path. And so I think on a certain level, it makes the fans there more passionate. They sometimes get missed by those big metal tours. And I, I just think it brings out a, a certain passion where they they really appreciate having folks come out, having a, having an opportunity to celebrate metal. So uh, anyway, and it is after dark, so uh, apologies if I uh, break up here for a second to switch lanes or something. Uh, but anyway, the, the fest here was set up. Um, it was like uh, inside and outside stages with bands alternating between throughout the day. And I, I really thought that was great. Um, although in taking photos, I had to change my settings every time I went from outdoors where there was, you know, mega light, the sun beating down all the way back inside to near darkness. And, and anyway, I want to give a ton of credit to the folks who put on Heavy Hell 3. They kept to the damn schedule uh, like clockwork and, and just great organization and coordination. Big props to those folks. Uh, that really makes it better for, from the fan perspective, I at least for me. Man, when you're you've got a weekend and you've got limited time, you've you've got you got to get back home at a certain point. And I'm sure the bands appreciate it too, especially those who have a, a date the next evening. But I want to get back to the fans. I, I just thought it was a great atmosphere, the variety of folks that were there. Uh, I, I thought each band had its group of supporters who were there, which was awesome. But there were a variety of other folks and and just a lot of different ages. Yeah, I've met one guy like myself, uh, remembers what metal was like back in the 80s, and I, I met a mom that was there with her teenage daughter. Just saw a lot of uh, different people, young, old, uh, saw different ethnicities. I, I saw a lot of bands checking each other out and supporting one another, which is awesome. Uh, it, was, it was just a fantastic day. Um, uh, a, a long day, but one where they kept the set list moving. Fans had a chance to showcase themselves, but not overdo it. And just just a great pace and great day. I'm getting close to my exit, so I'm going to jump off here. Uh, and I'll touch base again uh, on my drive back home tomorrow. And give maybe uh, more thoughts and uh, focus on some of the performers. Uh, specific ones that jumped out to me until he uh, until then 
Uh, here's another one of the bands that I saw perform today. This is Jesus Wept with Dispossession. Robert again, uh, back on the road for what's probably going to end up being about a 24-hour turnaround, uh, about six hours on the road, and I don't know, nine-plus hours of metal yesterday, a little sleep in between. Um, I think one of the bands bowed out of the show, but uh, there were still like 16 acts, although I will admit I missed a few of them uh, between getting in an interview and just um, talking to some folks outside 
but what an amazing uh, evening at Heavy Hell 3. Just enjoyed that so much. I, I'm not going to go through every act on the bill, but I, I really do want to mention a few of those um, as I try not to get hit by cars and trucks going down the interstate. Uh, but I do want to touch on a few that stood out to me. First, first the guys in Wrath um, out of northern Indiana, those uh, Death Thrashers, really, really enjoy their material. They've got a variety of material. Not a lot of albums out yet, uh, but uh, a, a couple. And um, you can really see some development of their sound and, and some different sounds, some nuances. They can... Uh, go from almost a pseudo-punk to, you know, almost a, a, a t you can feel a tinge of progginess sometimes in their thrashiness. Really like those guys. A lot of energy in their set. Uh, I think that maybe this is the third time I've seen them and uh, just enjoy the hell out of those guys. I, I really encourage folks to check them out and buy some of their merch. Their logo is sick. Uh, that Again, that's Wrath out of Indiana, uh, out of northern indiana uh also want to talk about the guys in obscene again i did an interview last evening with kyle from obscene super nice guy uh super fun on stage and gave a great performance of, of just some good death metal that as i talked to him last evening i noted fans of traditional death metal the classic sound will enjoy but it, it's not too steeped in nostalgia. Um, it's not, you know, retro death metal at all. It sounds very modern and good. And those guys, they just had a hell of a lot of fun on stage. And, and I enjoyed the heck out of them. I'd also be remiss if I didn't mention uh, a band that on some levels doesn't fit quite as tightly as some of the others on the bill. That's Esquela Grind. You know, they're really a grindcore band, uh, you know, kind of punky, um, you know, just on the border of metal and other sounds with songs that, many of which seem only to be about a minute and a half long. Uh, not the sort of thing I normally listen to, but this is my second time to see them. Just very compelling on stage, so much energy and uh, in their performance, and just really enjoyed them. Uh, seeing them again and 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 just how they were able to get that crowd going. I always love it when a member of a band goes out into the crowd and stirs it up in the pit. They were no exception. Uh, so if you have a chance, check out Esquela Grind. I think they have a new album coming out sometime soon. I don't recall the name of it, but uh, be sure to check them out on uh, all the platforms for uh, their new material. Um, shorter songs, but um, still enjoyable. And definitely catch them live if you can. Uh, that will be a real treat. Whew. Trying to think of some other... <laughs> there were so many. Whoa, what the heck? Midnight. What am I talking about? Midnight. Uh, the headliners. Unfortunately, I guess because of some zoning restrictions, etc., they were prohibited from playing at midnight indeed they had to be done right at like i don't remember what it was local time 10 or 11 um sharp and i it was interesting hearing the dialogue of the band and the uh organizers beforehand where the organizer said 
I will cut power, you know, at the top of the hour. And the guys at midnight were like, no problem. Um, you can just tell they're professionals. They've been doing this for a long time. Uh, they know how to set their set list, um, how to cater to the crowd and give the crowd what they want, but also, you know, be good stewards of, of their time and, and uh, work with those organizers, uh, not be dicks, uh, which they weren't. And they were amazing. Uh, you know, their brand of, kind of like Esquela Grind, their brand of black and roll, it's not something I listen to a lot. It's not kind of, you know, my go-to thing when I'm out um, driving the car or listening to my earbuds at work. But, man, uh, just very engaging, so much energy, got the crowd wrapped up in it. Um, you know, I, there's some bands that are technically proficient, but it's so two-dimensional. And they were not like that. I mean, they were proficient. But it was all about the engagement, the performance, really um, getting the crowd whipped up, um, working through a set list that I'm sure for them was uh, limited from what they would have wanted to get to, uh, but still played so much good material. Uh, the, the one negative, trying to shoot a band, photograph a band with a black uh, headband, with uh, black head coverings, very very challenging almost impossible to get my camera to focus on their covered faces uh black black on black on black on a dark uh outside was not very good i'm not sure how many if any decent photos they got of the band but who the hell cares great night i loved every minute of heavy hell three and i encourage folks to get up to black circle brewing uh, the folks at, uh, up there do a really good job uh, bringing in metal. I encourage you to go see uh, the shows there at that locale. They have some Sunday matinees, which I think is an awesome idea, uh, given that you know folks got to get back to work on Monday. You know, why not have a, a afternoon, very early evening set of metal? Uh, outstanding idea. So, again, kudos to those guys. I'm really thinking about going back again next year. All right, uh, with that, we'll wrap it up. Uh, one more track to get to, and we will play Demon King by another band on the set today, which is Cursed Blade out of Indy. This is off their demo album.
Thanks to all the bands for allowing us to play their songs for this episode. If you enjoyed our show, make sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes, as well as following us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. That's where you can check out all our content, debate episodes, band casts, artist interviews, and album reviews. Until our next podcast, sell your soul for metal and defend it till your dying day. <laughs>